Hello, and welcome to Sacred Adventure Begin, an inquisitive space where we explore topics like gaining wisdom, travel, yoga, meditation, dance, art, and following our soul-guided paths. I'm your host, Emily, from gettingintoit.com, and together we'll focus on enjoying, sharing, and interpreting our sacred adventures and how to embody these lessons in our daily lives. Let's begin. Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to this bonus episode. On Tuesday of this week, I talked with Sarah Balmer of Sarah Bell Style about yoga, spiritual practice, and her journey to start her jewelry-making design business. And in this episode, we discuss mala beads and using them for meditation practice. So I wanted to record a quick, quick episode about that type of practice um, and how to work with them. So mala beads stem from the yogic and meditation community, and I have links in the show notes to professionally researched studies on both mala and the practices around them, as well as their history. For those of you, though, who are unlikely to read said research, I'm going to summarize it a little bit. So mala beads are 108 beads. Sometimes they include a guru bead, so 109 string together, typically in a wearable format so that the mode of um, worship or prayer goes with the practitioner. And typically, they're used to help someone who is meditating to be able to repeat a sound or a prayer. And these beads are very similar, if any of you out there are Catholic, um, to like, say, the rosary that helps you count exactly how many times you've said which prayer. It's thought that through repetition, the mantra or sound becomes audible without mental exertion and the inner space of the mind becomes filled with the sound. And why that's a good thing is that it stops that mind chatter and hopes it to focus. I do, I personally do, a daily mala bead practice, usually using a bij mantra or a single sound like ram, vak, gum, om, and often I'll sing longer mantras with my harmonium, but the single sounds are the ones that I tend to use my beads with. And I find that afterward, there's this incredible stillness and openness in the following silence that I sit in. So I'll sing or I'll chant, and then I'll sit there, and as the sound clears, I notice that oftentimes it's a really beautiful, clear, meditative place that I'm left in after having having done the um, sound practice. It's also a really great way to start a meditation practice for people who have trouble focusing. You know, like those meditations where they tell you, now begin clearing your mind, but you just can't clear your mind. <laughs> No, no one else, just me. So <laughs> uh, having the sound to repeat gives the mind and also the body something to do because when the body is making the sound, it also isn't distracted, it's focused. There are so many sounds or mantra that can be repeated with mala beads. There's anything from traditional Sanskrit mantra like the Gayatri mantra, uh, which loosely means may my mind be guided by divine light to christian invocations like kyrie eleison uh lord have mercy or the buddhist mantra om mani padme hum 
honestly, you could repeat anything uh, as you go through your practice with your beads. And just for the record, th those are very reductive translations. <laughs> so if you're interested, you can you can type those in and find out uh, exactly what those mantra means. Uh, but there is an incredible article by Janice Vilhauer, a PhD doctor of psychology from the website Psychology Today, where she cites multiple academic studies tying mantra and repetitive sound meditations to positive changes from patients. So there was a um, there was a study on dementia in there. There was a study on anxiety, and she talks about how. People have shown that there are, um, again, like really great benefits to doing a mantra practice. And again, a lot of them found that it didn't matter what you were saying. It's just the repetition that is the, the thing that makes the meditation so, so nice. So this could be a practice from anyone who would like identify maybe as a Buddhist to someone identifying as a Christian. It doesn't matter. You can still use the mala beads. And so I'm linking her article from Psychology Today again in the show show notes. But I think she did an incredible job talking about the history of the beads. So I'm going to read this again from that article and I'm quoting. She wrote, quote, the history of prayer beads is vast and it is believed to have originated in India back in the 8th century BCE. This is why mala prayer beads are also known as Buddhist beads or Buddhist prayer beads. As time went on, many other religions started using prayer beads within their religious practices, and mala prayer beads became common in China, Korea, Tibet, and Japan. Eventually, prayer beads extended into Europe during the late Middle Ages in the form of Catholic rosaries. Today, more than two-thirds of the world use some kind of prayer bead, whether a string of Buddhist beads, a rosary, a suba, a mala, or something else. So needless to say, there's a long history of beads being used to connect with the world on a spiritual level. But why beads, you ask? This is a tough question to answer in a quick blog post. And again, I'm quoting from her article. But here's a quick breakdown. The English word bead comes from the Anglo-Saxon word bed or bidden, which means prayer or to pray. Traditionally, prayer beads were made of 108 beads plus one guru bead. The significance of 108 malas can be linked to many things. For example, there are 108 sacred texts, 108 sacred sites in India, and 108 marma points on the body. There are 108 lines of energy that connect in order to form the heart chakra. The sun's diameter is 108 times the diameter of the earth and the sun's distance to the earth is 108 times greater than the sun's diameter. 108 is a multiple of 18, which is the number linked to the word chi, which means life. We could go on for 108 days talking about the significance of 108, but you probably get the point by now. Now for the most important thing about mala prayer beads, you don't have to be religious at all in order to reap the benefits of mala prayer necklaces, at least not in today's day and age. While mala bead necklaces were traditionally used in prayer and meditation, times have changed. They're now used to connect the human spirit and soul with the earth and all of its surroundings. So religious or not, you can take advantage of the beauty and benefits of mala prayer necklaces. End quote. During my interview with Sarah, we talk early on about mala and yoga. 
And as I have previously mentioned, I'm learning a lot about sound editing during this podcasting process, and I wanted to try some vocal layering. So I sat down at my computer and immediately started freaking out. <laughs> Had a nice long talk with my inner child about fear. <laughs> about fear of singing, about fear of singing publicly. And then I chanted Om Mani Padme Hum. Also can sound like Om Mani Padme Hum for you, uh, exactly 108 times. So if you wanted to do a practice or try out a mala practice, or if you just wanted to listen, that's great. The whole chant is less than four minutes, and I'll pause at the end so you can experience some of that stillness that happens after you've done a mala practice. And it is very effective if you try it, if you try the um, sounds, repeating the sounds yourself. So again, we're gonna say om mani Padme Hong a hundred and eight times. So to start, let's take a couple deep grounding breaths together. We'll take a deep inhale and an exhale. Relaxing into the practice, inhale again. And exhale. After our next inhale, we'll start the mantra together. Deep inhale. Oh, money, pun me. Oh, money, pun me. Oh, money, pun me. Oh, money, pun me. Oh, Mani Padme Oh 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 Mani Padme Oh, money, pad me. 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 
Turn gently to normal awareness. How nice was that? Oh, I love mantra. I hope you enjoyed this little bonus episode. And uh, yeah, I hope that you consider maybe a mala and a mantra practice of your own that suits you and your own spiritual beliefs. And thank you for being here and sharing in this one. I hope you have an amazing day.